super unprepared today. Anyway, this is Hauntings and Homicide. Welcome. We don't know what we're doing today. (laughs) I feel like this is all thrown off only because we're here early. Not early. It's fucking 11 o'clock. Yeah, because Selena has something better to do. Um, I have to work. She, okay. um, she's trying to get I'm this working to provide over with. for us. <laughs> I'm like the ugly date that you go out with like, at seven, so you can go out with the hot person at nine. We're day squad right now. That's very much what's happening. Yes, but if you thought that that meant that we're not drinking hard cider or spiked seltzer, what, what the fuck is this? Um, spiked seltzer. Spiked. It literally. Anyway, spiked we're already drunk. Seltzer. Yeah, and I have to work after this, so, whew. Sorry, Paula, if your hair doesn't come out good for your wedding. It's fine. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Um, so, this case is a doozy. Um, we also have apparently haunted our own lives Yeah. by doing this podcast. So, ever since we started this podcast, a bunch of weird stuff has been happening, that's actually been my worst fear with this. I don't think I've actually well, I was voiced that. Kind of kidding. So. Oh no, I'm not. Okay. Well, especially around this case, um, things have been just, just eerie. Like a bunch of idiosyncrasies and coincidences have happened about this case, and it's just snowballing into weirder and weirder. By the way, since we didn't introduce ourselves, oh. and it's still the beginning. Oops. I'm Selena. And that's Heather that was just talking. Yeah. Sorry. I continue. Well, I feel like people can definitely tell our voices apart. Well, just so you know who we are. (laughs) Okay. Like I said, we're all sorts of drunk at 11. Yeah, we're wasted, so. But like Heather was saying, it's just really weird how even this case kind of came to us. Mm Mm-hmm. It's, it all started with Heather and her mom getting their hair done at my salon, and. Which we're going to explain yeah, there's Later. a whole other story to that. Yeah. Um, but Heather's mom, I think, had gotten this off of, like, Facebook I or something. I don't honestly like, know. I, I, think, one I of those think she may have Googled, like, supernatural oh, crime. Okay. But it was, like, one of those articles that have, like, oh, these are ten interesting facts. Of ten unknown cases. Yeah, something like that. ghost crime that you've... Never heard of. Yeah. So she's telling us this case, and I feel like both you and I were kind of like, yeah, 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 like. <laughs> like, yeah, Mom, sure. Sorry, cool. Connie. We were totally listening. Yeah, we, yeah. Um, <laughs> but then, so finally we, uh, Heather texts me later that night saying. Well, first we should explain that, that. My mom, even though we were like kind of listening, she got our attention because she started reading the case. Yeah, and we were like super interesting. Oh wait, like that yeah. actually is really interesting. Yeah, and so we like, were like, let's bookmark let's that, do that for like later. Yeah, like do you? Um, we were like, do you want to do this case then? And we're like, yeah. And then shit got weird. Yeah, and then that's where Heather texts me later. I think I was on my way home, and she was like, "By the way, I have drunk history on like a series recording." And I'm going through them, and last week's episode was on this case, yeah. which is, like, nicknamed the Green... What is it? The Greenbrier Ghost? Yeah. Well, it was super weird because... So, when you're recording episodes of a show and you don't, like, watch them, your TV will start to delete them. Yeah, because it only keeps, like, the five yeah. recent ones or so something like that. So, the, 
the season had started and I didn't know, so it was just deleting them at this point. And so we only had two. And so we turned on last week's, and I texted Selena, and I'm like, you're not going to fucking believe what case just popped up on Drunk History. And you were like, it's either Bella and the Witch Elm. Or no, you said, it's either Jesse Capen. No, I think I said... No, you said Jesse Capen. Oh, okay. You said it's either Jesse Capen, which is what we did last week. You said it's either Jesse or or the case we just decided to do. Yeah. And I'm like, it's the case we ding, just ding, decided ding. to do. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I had to pause it, and I'm just like, what? Because yeah. we'd never heard of this mm-hmm. case before. And then now it's, like, in our face, which is Plus, funny. the article my mom found was from 2017. Oh. It wasn't even, like, that's recent. That's so weird. Yeah. So, Haunted AF. Yeah. By the way, though, if you can, go look up the episode. Yeah, it's so funny. It's funny. It's so funny. (laughs) Drunk History just does a really good job about... Taryn Killam is amazing. His facial expressions... He's so good. That was so funny. Oh, my God. Okay. um, Also, so, Kimia, I hope I'm saying your name right this time. Sorry if I'm not. Um... You know, I, I told her what we were working on, and she she was like, yeah, okay, and she was, like, going to look into it. And then she sent me a screenshot of her Facebook, and she's like, look what just popped up on my Facebook. And it was, I guess she's in some kind of supernatural oh, Facebook uh-huh. group. And someone had just posted an article about the Greenbrier ghost. Oh. And she's, it popped up on her Facebook. Oh, that's interesting. And she was just scrolling her feed, and it was there, and she's like, haha, so weird, right? I'm like, no, you don't even understand that's how funny. weird this is. Yeah. This is the, like, the cherry on top of all this weird shit that's already happened. So I'm guessing from now on our cases are just going to come hit us in the face saying, please cover us. I guess. It happened with Belle and the Witch Elm, too, because, um... After we did it, I had multiple people say, like, oh, this is so strange because I just heard about this case the first time. Or I just heard another podcast about this today. And I'm like, yeah. And then our next case, which I'm not saying what it is. You already did, kind of. Well. Isaac, cut this. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I'm just saying that one was also weird. Oh, because we decided to do it and someone requested it? Yeah. That's funny. This whole thing is just haunted as fuck. So it's good. It's good, but then you asked me, what, 15 minutes ago if I turned the TV, if I touched the TV remote? So Roku was on the screensaver and the only way it gets out of the screensaver is if you touch the remote. Like, I should know because I fall asleep with my TV on, and it will literally be on the screensaver all night. Mm -hmm. And the only way it gets out is when you touch the remote, and it got out. So. Which, by the way, that's my worst fear with doing this. I told my boyfriend, I said, I'm scared that, like, energy is going to, like, attach to me, and I'm going to, I don't know. No, it's not. It's not going to happen. By the way, it was while we were discussing scary stuff as well. I hate that. Well, anyway. We're haunted. So that's the end. Should we? Hold on. Can I get a coaster? Oh, I thought you were pointing outside. I'm like, is it a duck? (laughs) Is it a fucking duck? Can I get a coaster? I would not want to leave. Do you know what's on this coaster? It's a duck. Is it a female or a male? Because I don't know the difference. You know, these ducks are weird. These are hooded mergensers. (laughs) So I have like following us everywhere. Exotic duck coasters. 
Okay, so now I think we can finally should we get into the case. Should we do what we're supposed to be doing? Okay. I think we're just going to talk about it. The thing is, with this case... We made this up last night. Uh, yesterday we home- morning. We did our okay. homework at the last second. So. It was yesterday morning. That okay. was not last second. So, so by any it is. Means. For me, it is. But the thing with this case is that because it happened, what, 18... 1897. So, it's kind of been told, since it's told mouth-to-mouth and kind of like a tall tale. Well, kind of like a tall tale. I feel like while I was looking into stuff, there were kind of different versions and... um, So, you think it's been kind of skewed over time? Yes, because there's been different facts that are kind of... Contradictory? Yes. Mm -hmm. So... Who knows? Even if you decide to research this case, there might be yeah, something you, that's... Yeah, you might hear stuff that's different. We did our best with but, what we had. It's such an old case that, you know, it's it's kind of hard to find information yeah. about these people because it's such a long time ago. So, there's our just little... Yeah, also, our setup is a little bit different this time because normally you'll cover the, the like, more yeah. explainable aspects of the case and I get the weird shit. This one is really intertwined with each other so we couldn't exactly split it up evenly the way that we normally do. So... I will apologize because I feel like it might be more of a, like... Heather's probably going to be talking and then I'll probably kind of just keep hyping. Me? Yeah. <laughs> she don't get to talk today. Oh no. Not today. So I just think it's going to be a little... It's just going to be a little off. And who knows? You may not fucking duck. Get out of here. <laughs> Sorry, I just lifted up my coaster to show Selena, and I have it has a duck that looks exactly like the, haunting us. the duck that. Should we have like ruined? That's what we should have had be our logo. A Is haunted, it a duck? A haunted ghost. Okay, a haunted, a haunted ghost duck. Yes. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I don't. People wouldn't get it though. Be funny. I well, yeah, to us. <laughs> I mean, I already made that duck meme, and everyone was sharing it, and I don't think they like got it. Got why? But whatever. And they were like, it's "Yeah, fun. fuck ducks." And I'm like, <laughs> "Dude, you just hate ducks for like yeah. no reason. Mm-hmm. We have a reason to hate ducks." Anyway, should we talk about this case? Yeah, let's go. All in. right, let's. Thank you for tuning in, and here's your actual content now. <laughs> That was the longest intro. <laughs> it's 12 minutes and 36 seconds of bullshit. Our editor is going to hate us by the time this is done. He already hates us. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for working. We gave them a migraine. Think about it. But thank you for working so hard for us because we don't know what we're doing. Thank you. Anyway. Okay. So this episode is titled The Ghost That Testified in Court. Boo. Are you ready? In 1897, Erasmus, a.k.a. Edward Shue, a blacksmith, sent the neighbor boy home to his house to see if his wife needed him to pick anything up from the store. The boy found Edward's wife, Elva Zona Shue, but she didn't need anything from the store. Why? Because she was dead. Her lifeless body lay at the foot of the stairs, and the boy stood in stunned silence for a few moments, wondering if she were merely sleeping. When she didn't respond to his incessant calling of her name, he knew she was not taking a nice, peaceful floor nap, and ran and told his mother what he'd seen. His mother was the one who summoned Dr. Knapp, the town physician coroner. (laughs) Floor nap, Dr. Knapp. Anyway. (laughs) This is a serious podcast. Anyway. I took Dr. Knapp over an... (laughs) 
Oh, that's it. We're done. <laughs> We're not getting anywhere. Oh. Told you our editor's going to hate us. He's going to delete 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Just Heather laughing at her own self. Oops. Sorry. No, I'm not. Let's start over. No. <laughs> it took Dr. <laughs> oh, God. Just, it's all done. All downhill. Fuck, I didn't even think about how hilarious that is. Okay. I took the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> it's not any better. <laughs> Over an hour to reach the home, and by the time he did, Edward had bathed his wife, redressed her, and placed her on the bed upstairs. I have a question. Yeah. I've yeah. never known... Well, I mean... I don't know many people have died, but I've never known anyone to be like, oh, you just died? Let me bathe you and right. redress you. That's exactly right. But to each their own, everyone mourns differently. Uh, okay. Well, obviously, we're going to talk about it. Yes. Okay. So, he dressed her in a high-collared gown and draped a veil over her face. While the doctor was attempting to examine Zona's body, Edward was holding Zona's head in his lap and dramatically sobbing. As doctor... The doctor... (laughs) (laughs) Approached Zona's head for inspection, Edward became extremely agitated. The doctor... This time I literally wrote the doctor. (laughs) The doctor, not wanting to upset the man further, agreed that enough evidence had been acquired, and this was clearly an accidental death. Clearly. Yeah, clearly. The doctor had had been treating Zona in weeks prior and listed his cause of death as everlasting faint, but then changed it to complications of pregnancy. No, I don't know what everlasting faint means, and I researched it a whole lot. I looked I meant to research it and then. You wouldn't have found anything. It doesn't mean anything. He made that up. He li- that's not me making a joke. I'm telling you right now, he made it up. I just, I, being a doctor, coroner, everything he was back then must have been a trip. Like, you literally have this man that's like, you're not touching my wife's body. And you're like, okay. Well, I mean. Good to know you. She died at everlasting fame. You have to remember that at this point, that was basically his property. I know. His, you know. His wife is just a thing, yeah. right? This is 1897. Doctor's like, you're the boss, man. Like, mm-hmm. she's just a, she's just a woman. She's just, that's just a, she may as well be a hammer. Yep. You know, like, that's just his thing. Mm-hmm. So he's just like, eh, all right, good enough. If you say so. Okay. So, Zona had an open casket ceremony, as was common in those days, and Edward acted erratically throughout the surface. He paced around the coffin, muttering to himself, fiddling with Zona's high collar and the scarf he'd insisted she'd wear, even though it didn't match her outfit at all, and switching out the pillows used to prop up her head. So, like, at first he had a pillow, and then he took the pillow out, and then I guess he, like, rolled up a towel and used that instead. And he was being super suspicious. It's just weird. Like, just stop just stop doing that. Yeah. Everyone chalked this up to Edward being a grieving husband, but not Zona's mother. Mary Jane Hester. Hester? I like Hester better. Let's say Hester. We'll go with Mary that. Mary Jane Hester <clears throat> had never liked Edward, and just knew he had something to do with her daughter's death. 
After praying every night for weeks for some kind of sign from Zona, Zona's spirit visited her mother in her dreams for four nights in a row and revealed to her what had really happened the day she died. This revelation would become the missing link that blew this case wide open. So before we get into more details, let me kind of give you a little bit of background information. And like we said before, this was 1890-something. There's, like, record-keeping sucked. Yeah. So there's, like, literally not a whole lot known about them. So are we calling her by Zona? Are we, like, what are we... I've been saying Zona because I I saw that more often than Elva. Okay. Her name is Elva, in quotations, Zona Shoe. So... I don't know. You can call her... Her mom called her Elva. So you can call her either one. Okay. I just... Well, well, whatever. Elva was raised in... Was raised in Richlands, West Virginia. And um, apparently in November of 1895, she had a child out of wedlock at the age of 22. Oh, shit. That's literally all you know about her. Everywhere I look... Do you know what happened to the child or anything? Nope. I have no idea what happened to the child and no idea who the father was. Did people know that she was, like, an unwed mother? From what I had read, she was a free spirit. (laughs) That's a really nice way of saying, a goddamn whore. (laughs) Well, definitely back then, she was a free spirit. Right. Well, that's... That must have been what they called her, like, in recent times, because in those days... She would have been... She would have been... A whore. Shunned. What would have been a fancy... What's a fancy term for a whore back then? They would have said something. Uh, uh, they no. If you were trying to put it in a nice way, you would say something like um, unseemly, or like you know they they would have said something different. She's a loose woman. (gasps) I don't know. Eighteen ninety seven, bro. Shit! I already forgot how to say his name. Try. I refuse to tell Selena how to pronounce it because I just want to see what happens. Anyway, his full name is... Uh-huh. <laughs> Sound it out. I can't. <laughs> it's going to be the new Viscount. Go for it. Oh my god, I watched that movie last night. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> you can't do it. You have to. Say that word. Aramis? Nope. nope. I got it wrong. He's Aramis to me. No. Stribbling Trout Chew. That is his full name. That's a long name. He was born in either 1861 or 1862 Uh in Augusta County, West Virginia, but grew up in Droop Mountain, West Virginia. Mm -hmm. He then later changed his name to Edward, but people still refer to him as Trout. So a lot of the times when you're looking up stuff, it's under the name of Trout. So this guy just had unfortunate names no matter what he tried well, to do. Well, I mean, you're called Trout. Sucks. That's just... Yeah. So, his life was kind of a mess. In 1885, he had married Ellen Cutlip, and in 1887, they had a daughter, Greta Luce... Okay. <laughs> It's because I want to put, like, a Hispanic flair on them because I tend to do that. But I 100% know that they were white. I don't care. Give them Hispanic names. (laughs) That's why I can't do it. It's Gerda Luce... 
Sersha Shoe. Okay. I'm going to just assume that's what it sounds, was. Sounds white. <laughs> then in 1889, they divorced. Apparently, the divorce was due to ill treatment and abuse on the hands of Trout. Mm-hmm. So he was just a douche. Yeah. Um, and then Gerda was then sent to be raised by Ellen's parents. That's all that's known about her and the kids, okay. blah, 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 blah. Okay. So in... 1894, Trout then marries Lucy Tritt, and less than a year later, she had died. Right. There's no official cause as to how she died, but there was a little suspiciousness mm-hmm. to it. So, there's really three kind of theories. She fell on ice while pregnant and died. What the fuck? It's cold. Maybe a lake froze and she like slipped and fell. Your your reasoning is that it's cold. Oh, oh my gosh. She slipped and fell. Shit, if you can die of everlasting fate, you can die while slipping on ice. I love how women die and they're just like, well, you know, she was a woman and they just died. Well, I loved it because on drunk history they're like, due to period. Right, <laughs> she died from her period. <laughs> I mean, I could see that. Periods fucking hurt. Okay, okay. well, I, it's like a woman sucks. dies and they're like, I don't know, probably your fucking period or some shit. I don't Men are dumb. They're so I'm sorry. Stupid. I'm pretty sure they would still want to use that as a cause of death. They're like, meh, she's a girl. They're like, there's no way they can bleed like for that long and not die. So like, <laughs> that's really, what it was. <laughs> she bled to death from her period. Yep, that's what it was. Um, another one is that she got hit in the head by a brick that was accidentally dropped by trout. That's what I heard. So that's still fucked up. I mean, that's what. <laughs> that's what I heard that's on the streets of West right. Virginia. Exactly. Or that she was deliberately poisoned by trout. So either oh, way, shit. he somehow is involved in this. Fucking trout. Yeah. Whatever. So, after his first two marriages, he was arrested for stealing a horse and spent two years in prison. Oh my fucking God, dude. Just, like, chill. Just, like, chill, bro. He's got issues. Seriously. So that is when he decided to move to Greenbrier and start a new life as a blacksmith, which was a trade that was taught to him by his father. Mm-hmm. And when he moves to town and he starts working, that's when he meets Elva mm-hmm. or Zona, whatever mm-hmm. we're deciding to call her. And this is where he decides to fuck up her life. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, it's waste just, her time, 1897. <laughs> Men are trash all the time. <laughs> It's just, it is what it is. <laughs> so, Trout was said to be a big and powerful man and full of charm. He had black hair, blue eyes, and was quite the handsome man. Oh, dude, have you seen his picture, though? Yeah, he's actually handsome. He's actually pretty. No, he's like, so I mean, I kinda... keep in mind, they have some awesome filters back then. So Sepia. It was <laughs> filtered, so he was like airbrush. But yeah, he, he was, was pretty. He was she, she was not quite the looker. I really, honestly, was looking at their picture, and I was mostly looking at him, because I was like, oh, okay. Because, like, he's such an asshole. I'm just like, oh, because he's fucking I'm assuming that, you know, and I'm stereotyping ourselves, which I hate saying that, but, you know, we're dumb. We fall for bad boys every now and then. And if they're super, I mean, like, she was probably, I mean, she'd already had a kid and whatever. She was probably, like, way younger than us. Oh, yeah. She was probably, like, because you got she married She was 22 baby- when she oh, had the baby, okay. but, I mean, still, that is younger than us. Yes, it She is. was 22 when she had the baby, and she met him the year after. Okay, so she's 23. So she's- okay, 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 okay. And okay, he was 10 it. years older than her. 
When you're 23, you fall for a hot bad boy. That's what you do. Well, also, but 23 back then was like an old maid. They were having kids at like 15. So what? I'm just saying. Look, I'm trying to give her the benefit <laughs> of the doubt here. When I was 23, I was fucking stupid. So I mean, I sure was. I was. That's a whole week. I was falling for hot bad boys at 23. Okay. So, look, I we get it. We could go on a full other... We could host a whole another podcast about... about falling for hot bad boys? Dumbasses. Yeah. It's bad. Anyways. Poor Zona, we get it. But, you know, thankfully I got out of that. And I got I, out of all 17 of them. Yeah. Okay, my numbers don't... Shut up! What the fuck? I didn't say... <laughs> God damn it. Go on. Anyways, they had a whirlwind romance and married on October 20th of 1896. But like we had said, Mary Jane never liked this fool. Like she knew. She was like <laughs> She's all I like you. There's something up with you. Uh-huh. I'm gonna keep my comments to myself, but I don't approve. And I bet Zona wish she would have listened to her mother. Yeah. Oops. I mean, sorry. Yeah, but she's twenty three. Can't argue with twenty three year old. You can't. They know everything. So, everything seemed picture perfect until, you know, she was found dead mysteriously. Yeah. It's all fun and games until you, you die. You're dead at the bottom of the stairs. Of period cramps or it's everlasting. It's all fun and games until you die of your period. <laughs> I swear this is a serious podcast. We're talking about serious uh, issues. E- yeah. We just laugh at the drop of a hat, but it's no, fine. No, don't. You <laughs> just, this is quality comedy. This is highbrow comedy. We're classy That's with right. our spiked seltzers. It's this is this is pear elderflower. <laughs> it's so fancy. That is bougie. Mine's just cranberry. That's not bougie. Okay. Anyways, that's where we get back into the story. It says gluten free <clears throat> right here. That's some California shit. Well, we specifically are. Southern California. We are in Southern California. So. That is some bougie stuff. Sorry, go Anyways, on. that's where we get back into the case. Yeah. And we get back into the spooky shit. I'm done. I'm done. And the real star, which is the ghostly encounter. Back to you, Heather. Okay, thank you. Um, She's sorry. not prepared, I'm on, by I'm the on, way. I'm on page one. <clears throat> okay. So, Zona's ghost visited her mother in dreams for four consecutive nights. At first, she appeared as a nebulous, bright light, before shifting into a more human-like form and filling the room with an icy chill. She began speaking and told Mary Jane that her husband Edward had been cruelly abusing her for a long, long time, and finally, his rage had reached a boiling point when she had failed to make any meat for his dinner. Don't you hate when that happens? You're like, bitch, I told you. Keep in mind, she was probably having to go fucking hunt this shit. She had she had to hunt well, for I her mean, own meat. You know, is that what you're telling there's me? There's not a Ralph down the street. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, you know, he probably made her a hunting knife because he's a blacksmith. I don't think she was doing any hunting. I think, you know what? I think if anything, he didn't go hunting, and now he's blaming it on her. That's how men are trash. Men are trash. Okay. Edward had broken her neck, which Zona's ghost demonstrated to her mother by turning her head all the way around. With that, Zona vanished into the ether, 
but Mary Jane had gotten everything she needed from this unearthly exchange. So, like, I'm sorry, but I can't not picture the exorcist. Well, duh. You hear your... You hear anything but the... Yeah. It, ugh. Plus, like, in the exorcist, she's wearing some, like, white fucking nightgown. Mm-hmm. And, like, what a ghost wear. They, ghosts I, only wear white nightgowns. I refuse to watch that movie. I don't watch it either. I'm not going to watch it. I've never seen it. It's not going to happen. I'm sorry. I was born and raised Catholic, and that shit scares me. It's really scary. So. Although, it would make a really good episode because there's a murder involved in the making of that movie. Oh, yeah. So. Along, like, <clears throat> isn't that with a bunch of those movies? They have, like, weird. That one and Poltergeist. Poltergeist. Which we should totally do. I have seen that movie. Poltergeist is weird. Anyway. The next day, Mary Jane went straight to the local prosecutor, John Preston, and begged him to reopen the case. Did he believe Mary Jane's tale of Zona's ghost telling her the story of her own murder? Maybe. Or maybe it was her constant badgering that prompted him to comply. Either way, it was a win for Mary Jane. Now they just had to prove it in court. When Dr. Knapp was quetched... You almost got it. I, ooh, I was nailing it. When Dr. Knapp was questioned, he admitted... <laughs> God damn it. You were doing so good. Okay, go... Mm. He admitted... <laughs> Sorry. Someday we're gonna finish this episode. He admitted that Edward's behavior during the examination was pretty strange. And so that was enough to get Zona's body exhumed. Edward did his best to put a stop to it, but it was out of his, well, hands. <laughs> anyway, this time, the evidence was clear. The local paper, the Pocahontas Times, let's, we're not even going to get into that, reported the findings as such. On the throat were the marks of fingers, indicating that she had been choking, that the neck was dislocated between the first and second vertebrae. The ligaments were torn and ruptured. The windpipe had been crushed at a point in front of the neck. Though it was now clear that Zona had been murdered, it was not proven who had committed the crime. And so, to court we go. When Prosecutor James Preston did some digging into Edward's past, he became even more suspicious of him. With the skeletons already in his closet, plus Zona's mysterious death, it was enough to bring his ass to trial. Mary Jane Hester was, of course, the star witness, but Preston was worried about how she would be portrayed in court with all her ghostly factoids. Despite Preston's concerns, Mary Jane refused to back down and told the court everything that she'd seen, and recounted verbatim what her daughter's ghost had told her. To the surprise of many, several people in the courtroom seemed not only riveted by Mary Jane's story, but believed her completely. This, plus Edward's strange behavior while on the stand, such as prompting the jury to look him in the eyes and see if he was guilty, caused the jury to deliberate for a mere hour and ten minutes before reaching the verdict of guilty. Thus being the first time in history that a ghost testimony was used in court. Shu was sentenced to life in prison, but died shortly after due to, prison, to a prison-wide epidemic of measles and pneumonia. Mary Jane Hester lived until 1916 and never, ever recanted her story about Zona's ghost. I love this case. I'm sorry. No, it's great. I think um, we need to give so much credit to Mary Jane, Mm -hmm. Zona's mom, 
for first of all in these days like your daughter marries a guy and like so, like that's just yeah. that's just how it is like yeah. if you don't let like oh, most men were garbage mm-hmm. so like your daughter married a garbage person eh. she knew from the start though but that she was intuition. always like you know what I don't think so bitch mm-hmm. like she was never on board which she was way ahead of, of her time yeah also she spoke up like, Zona had also had a baby out of wedlock. So she was kind I, of damaged goods. But I think that's why she was like, I may not like him, but the this is my only chance of my daughter getting married and having somewhat of a life. Yeah. Because, like you said, she had already had a kid. Mary Jane. Back then, that was like... So you'd think like, oh my God, I just need my daughter to marry someone yeah. because no one wants her because yeah. she's not a virgin and whatever. It had she's a baby. A yeah. My daughter is, you know... Like, damaged goods back then. So, you'd think, like, most <clears throat> women in those days would just be like, oh my god, please god, please bring a husband for my yeah. daughter. Any husband. Yeah. I don't care, you know, I don't care if he's 75 years old. I don't care, like, I don't care if, you know, he has a shady past. I don't care if he has 14 kids. Just someone. Just someone please marry my daughter. to pawn her off on somebody. Exactly. And you know, Zona found a husband, and Mary Jane was still like, mm, "I don't think so, mm-hmm. bitch." So that's awesome to begin with. Second of all, also in these days, like men probably murdered their wives all the time. Oh yeah, he'd already gotten away with it once. So, well, like I said, when the coroner got there and was like, "Okay, I can't look at the body," eh, all right, you know that happened all the time where they're like, right. Oh, you said she fell? Okay. Oh, Whatever. she fell? That's fine. All right, let me just... All right, I'll write it down. Oh, what's the reason? Oh, I just need something to write down. Yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, she was on her period? Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Also, Done. like, the complications of pregnancy, did you read anything about her being pregnant? No. Neither I did No, I had... Well, not that she was pregnant, but that she had died of, you know, the complications due to pregnancy, but... I don't... Not that she I was. also feel like that's another made-up thing. <clears throat> oh, she was probably pregnant. Women are always fucking pregnant. Also, they had only been married for three months. Seriously? They had only been married for three months. So oh, my God. if she was pregnant, she wouldn't have been able to tell. It w- oh, well, no, it would have been her second one. She would have shown a little faster. What? Yeah, your, your second baby, you start to show quicker. Really? Yeah. Your first one, it takes a while. Your I'm, second one. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I've never heard that before. Yeah. Your second one, you pop out, like, way quicker. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, never mind. I recant what I was going to say. Oh. Okay. But, yeah, there was no evidence that she was pregnant, just that just. she had complications due to pregnancy. But no, oh. like, I don't know. I mean, they also said that it could have been complications due to periods. <laughs> They're like, pregnancy, period, what's the difference? I don't know. Or Wait, everlasting can, can you thing. be on your period and be pregnant? Probably. That's what they feel. Yeah. They don't know. They're like, yeah, there's... Where's the clitoris? <laughs> I've, what the... F- what do I do? What is that? <laughs> We're real mature over here. Whatever. Um, I have to pee. Whatever I should leave this running or stop it? Well, while you do that, I'm gonna... So you're gonna... You're gonna read the placard? Are we back? Yeah, we're back. Are we back from our potty break and our second round? This is breakfast. <laughs> this is called the Breakfast of Champions. Thank you very much. Oh, that one's good. I like it. Oh, yeah, it's great. Oh, yeah. 
It's good, well. right? It almost tastes like a 50-50, like, creamsicle. But, like, you know, healthy. Oh, yes. Because it's gluten-free. This is gluten-free. Made with natural, no, botanical flavors. There's also only 90 calories in here. There's one grams of carbs. Keto-friendly, people. Sodium is 25 milligrams. This is a good breakfast. Fight me. <laughs> Anyways. So do you want to explain, like, what this placard is and where it is? It's a historical placard. Uh-huh. In the... In the town? It's just at the beginning of the town, or... I actually don't know. You don't know. It's somewhere in... I'm assuming West Virginia. It's West... Some, something, something West Virginia. So, mm-hmm. it goes, Greenbrier, Greenbrier Ghost. By the way, we'll put a picture on our, on our socials. On all socials. Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. That's right. Did I get them all? I... Th- yeah. I'm all, is there another one? No. What? You forgot already. You forgot to say it. <laughs> I did. Oh my god. Just just say interred. Interred in nearby cemetery is Zona Hester's shoe. Her death in 1897 was presumed natural until her spirit appeared to her mother to describe how she was killed by her husband, Edward. Autopsy on the exhumed body verified the apparition's account. Edward, found guilty of murder, was sentenced to the state prison, only known case in which testimony from a ghost helped convict a murderer. Ooh. I think that's kind of cool. That is really cool. I would like my town to be known as the only case. Yeah. A ghost. That's a really badass thing for your town to be known for. Yeah. I mean, because it's it's West Virginia. I know someone in West Virginia, and now I want to send them to see if they can I don't know anyone out there. I do. I'm sorry. I, Uh-oh. born and raised in Southern California, uh-huh. I feel like I really only acknowledge California, Nevada, and, like, New York as states, and then everything else is just one giant oh, yeah, blob. The, the Midwest definitely doesn't exist. Oh, and Florida, because that's where Disney World is. But everything else, it's like a blob. It doesn't exist. It's fake. It, sorry. <laughs> so, if you were like, where's West Virginia? They're called flyover states for a reason. I don't know. It's somewhere. It's a blob. Anyway. I think it's funny because I think this case started out as like a, oh, okay. Like it's, you know, it was something to like consider. And then I actually got really intrigued by it. It's a really interesting case. Yeah. I actually really like it. Do you think that Mary Jane really saw the ghost? A hundred percent. Okay. I really do. Because like another, another theory would be that she made it all up because it was a little obvious that he was hiding something and but being weird. I feel like you would have tried to find another way. That's true. Saying that you saw a ghost is so far it out. It is. It's a risk. That you really have to firmly believe that and be so... What am I trying to say? Like, you have to really just be so... Dedicated? Yeah, I guess. Adamant? Yeah, something like that. Insistent. Yeah, all of the above. Okay. But you have to really, truly, firmly believe your own shit to, like, put it out there and go to court and go to the, like, you know, be like, I saw my daughter in ghost form, her head mm-hmm. spun around. Because <laughs> yeah. everyone's going to just, like, laugh at you. You have to right. be so strong in your convictions to be like... That's true. This That's is true. it. Um, I know it sounds crazy, but it was clear as day to me. This is what happened. Because there's a lot of people in court that believed her, but there was a lot that didn't, mm-hmm. you know? So... But still, I think they even knew there was something up. Right. 
Because um, for them to only deliberate for, like, what, an hour? An hour and ten minutes. And they're like, guilty. Which is not that long. No. It sounds long, but it's not. Oh, God, no. Most court cases, they deliberate for, like, for, they can deliberate for days. Yeah. So. Because you have to think about it. You're. This person's Deciding life someone's your, yeah. fate. Yeah. Totally. So for them to only discuss it for about an hour, and then they're like, yeah, he's guilty. That's huge. It is. So the facts were out there. It's true. She saw her daughter in a ghost form. Plus, like, she she worked so hard for her daughter's justice. Mm-hmm. And like I was saying earlier in those days, you know, even if you, like, knew in your soul that her husband killed her, what the fuck are you going to do about it? How, yeah. Most people would be like, well... You know, I'm I'm devastated, but what can I do? And she was just like, absolutely the fuck not. She was yeah. like down there knocking on doors, harassing people and to listen. Like we had kind of said, for her being a woman of that time, to even try to get anyone to listen to you is huge. Because mm-hmm. yeah, you kind of weren't a thing. You were just <laughs> right. You were just a baby maker. You're a baby. You're yeah. Literally. You're a breeding machine. You're yeah. That's it. So, so for her to actually get anyone to listen to her was huge. And to get her get them to listen was such a crazy story. Yeah. That's that's a big deal. It is. And I think she's definitely the heroine of this story. Mm-hmm. Like she was You go, Mary Jane. Yeah. And like you when go. my mom, you know, she was really pushing us to do this case and she just wouldn't stop. And I'm like, why are you so attached to this case? And mm-hmm. she's like, Well, because the mom's the hero. I'm like, Okay, mom. <laughs> if you ever end up dead, Connie's gonna be like, "Oh, dude, she would go." I know who it shit. is. First, first of all, she's like the reason why I got into true crime in the first place. Um, she's been obsessed my whole life. She recorded. This is she's gonna laugh so hard when she hears me talking about this because I bring this up all the time. Like every time they're like, "You," you know, and it's this. It's because she recorded over my Peter Pan VHS with the OJ trial. Oh, God. <laughs> but that was super prolific. She was obsessed when I was a kid, and I'm like, you know, I was like five yeah. when that was going on. And I'm like, I didn't know who OJ was because yeah. I was five. And I even even then, I had this idea where I'm like, people get murdered all the time. Why are you obsessed with this guy? Mm-hmm. So I didn't know he was a football player. I didn't know he was an actor. So I was just like, what? Like, I didn't get it, but... I mean, I think everyone probably recorded over their child stuff for the OJ I don't know. I've never met anyone else who that happened to, but obviously all of her parents were obsessed with the OJ trial. Well, I know, um, like I said, I work at a salon, and that case comes up every now and then because one of the people... um, They know Kato... What's his name? Kato... Kato... Kalen? Kalen? Kalen. Is that it? Yeah. They, like... Yeah. He used to... um, go to the girl I sat next to. Really? Yeah. But, um... He had some fancy hair. He did. <laughs> but I guess, like, no. Like, they would literally bring TVs into the salon. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's wild. So, I'm pretty sure, you know, everyone was, like, recording over their shit to... Oh, wow. Yeah. So, it was a That's thing. super interesting. But, yeah. Huh. I really like that. I like that idea. I mean, it, that whole case is... That's terrible, what happened to... Well, Nicole that's Thomas. a whole other issue. I just think it's interesting that everyone was kind of in this They together. were glued to their TVs about it. Yeah. It was a whole, yeah, it was a hmm. big deal. Interesting. Out of curiosity, what's our time stamp right now? We're at 46. Do we have time for story time? Yeah, we do. Okay. We definitely do. How do we start the story? Um, so, I always think it's interesting when I'm listening to podcasts and there are multiple people 
I want to know how they met, what their relationship is, like, what's what's going on there. Well, and I think because we started the episode talking about how weird this case, like, came to us, it's, I think it kind of ties everything in is, to then describe how we I came into think, each other's lives. I think it's, I mean, it, it feels a little bit conceited to be like, you need to hear the story about how we met. But... It's not, because it's super interesting. It is. I think meeting you is the strangest way I've ever met anyone in Mm -hmm. my whole life. And we didn't know what it meant Mm -hmm. at the time. Um, Normally you meet someone, like, through someone else or, like, on Facebook. And people, people have asked me several times how we met, and I'm like... Do you have time? Like, yeah. do you, can you sit down and like listen? Because it's there's a lot of intertwining things aspects happening. to the story. It's not just a like a A plus B, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, the way I've described it is so for starters, I have a lot of Facebook friends, um, like thousands. Well, you yeah, because you've had kind of various businesses and stuff like that where you need to have connections and you need to have as many yeah. people to reach to. Right. But you added me on Facebook, which we don't remember when that was. We don't. I don't even remember um, the year. I, but I think well, it's also due to the fact that we were in the same pinup. We were in multiple pinup groups together. I don't think I added you from a group. I don't remember adding you, but I tend not to add from groups. So you must have just shown up on... on people you may know people or something may, like that. you may know, and I must have thought, oh, okay. pretty, yeah. and added. Um, <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. I'll come back to that also. Um, so at some point, I'd added you on Facebook. Yeah. But I have so many people on my Facebook that, honestly... She does. I don't... You can't really, can't like, pinpoint tell, somebody, like... No. Yeah. So, I remember, I work, can we say the city that we work in? We can say Anaheim. Okay. So, I work in Anaheim, and... It's a little bit broader. It's very broad. It's super big. So, I was at Starbucks, and I was with my ex-boyfriend, and this was 2016. Okay. I think. It may have been late 2015, but probably early 2016. I wanted to go back and look at timestamps, but I deleted my Facebook that I originally had, so there's no... I I know exactly around the time because I broke up with my ex. We broke up in February. Yeah. So it's either early, early, early... Early 2016 or late 2015. Yeah. One of those. So... I was just, we were, me and my ex were coming out of Starbucks, and I saw... Was he dropping you off at work or something like that? Because it was early. He may have just, we, I don't know if he was dropping me off or if we met there. Oh, okay. Because he works in that city, too. Oh, okay. So, I don't remember if... Because it was, like, early in the morning. I was coming from his house and he was taking me to work, or if we had met there. I'm not sure. So... Funny enough, though, there's two Starbucks literally right by each other, and I never go to that Starbucks. The one across the street? I would always go to the one at Vaughn's. I don't know why I happen to go to the one in that shopping center. Mm -hmm. Because I, yeah, because it was just, it made more sense for me to go to Vaughn's to go to the Starbucks than to go down the street, deal with the lights and all that. Right, like, and I didn't do that every morning either. This was just like a special thing. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what I was doing there. Um, and we were coming out of Starbucks and I saw 
I, I turned to my ex and I said, look, a pinup girl. She's so pretty. There's not a lot of them, I feel like. Right, so when I point one out, like, every time I saw one, I would always point one out to him. Yeah. Like, because I dress pinup a lot. I just don't go out a lot. Yeah. So, like, when I do, I do, but it's... I'm Funny enough, an an- another, like, little side note is that since we do work in the city of Disneyland, mm-hmm. when you go to Disneyland, you see a lot, see of, them, a lot of them, but not when you actually go out and about around town. Right. So it probably did, you know, For some out. reason, pinups love Disneyland. Yeah. We all love that. Mm-hmm. So. It's something he, about twirling in a skirt at Disneyland <laughs> that's so fun. That's true. It is. It's magical. Also, I think we're just really whimsical people who love fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, we like fun. We like fun. So I remember, you know, and he was like, oh, yeah, cool, or whatever. And so. Later, and then I went to work, Mm -hmm. which was right across the street from there. Mm -hmm. And then later that day, I was bored on my phone, and I was scrolling my phone on Facebook, just, like, looking at random pictures, and I saw a picture of, like, gorgeous bright pink hair. And I'm like, wow, that's gorgeous hair. And I saw that the person who posted it was a hairstylist, and they were, like, you know, showing off their work. And then I started looking at their Facebook and saw, like, all of their stuff and all this beautiful hair. And for some reason, even though... So my ex, his sister was doing my hair at the Mm -hmm. time. And that's not something you can really get out of because that would be really awkward when you see the sister and you don't get your hair done by them anymore. Mm -hmm. So I, I knew I was locked into that situation, but I was just like, ugh. I really want that hair. I want her to do my hair. And then I also remembered that I have Facebook friends from all over the world. Mm-hmm. And the odds of this person even being remotely close to me yeah. are from slim to none. to none. But for some reason, something was telling me, like, just reach out and tell them how much you love that picture and that they're doing a beautiful job. Mm-hmm. So I messaged you. Because if you didn't figure this out by now, this person is Selena. So I messaged you and I said... I just want to let you know, like, that's the most beautiful hair I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, great work. And something also struck me to look and see if I could figure out where you were. And you had tagged your work mm-hmm. on Facebook. And I clicked on it, and it said, road. And I'm like, oh, well, that's where I am. So this is just glitching. Like, this is just showing me my location. By the way, you gave out where we work. Oops. <laughs> well, that runs, like... I know. Good luck. Um, we could also cut this out. <laughs> we'll just bleep the street name. <laughs> Maybe we could. Yeah. Um, so then I like closed it and went back to it and opened it again mm-hmm. and said the same thing. And so I, I messaged you and I'm like, also, by the way, is this, mm-hmm. do you work here? And you were like, yeah, I work at blank, which is the place right above me. Like literally above me. Right above. Like. I could hear your footsteps walking yeah. around. <laughs> so I was just like, oh my God, this is the craziest thing. I work right under you. And then you said, that's so weird because I saw someone that looked just like you this morning. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my fucking God, that was you? Like we had seen each mm-hmm. other that morning that I randomly messaged you and all this stuff didn't make sense. And then I found out 
that my coworker got his hair done by you, like the next day. Because I mentioned Oh to my him. god, I forgot about him. Yeah. So little Ryan. Ryan. So I told Ryan the next day, I'm like, hey, so this weird thing happened. I told him the story and he's like, Yeah, she's the one who does my hair. And I'm like, he's shut the, the fuck cutest. up. Whatever happened to him, I hope he's We're doing still well. friends? Oh, are you? I actually haven't checked in on him. Like, I don't know what oh, he's I doing, he's like, doing right now. I know that he, um... Wasn't he talking about going to, like, makeup school or something? He like did. That? He did? I went to his school, and he did... He gave me a facial. Oh, like, when he nice. was in school. So, yeah. I hope you're doing well. <laughs> um, so, yeah. All those things happened mm-hmm. at once, and then... And then my ex and I broke up, like, a few months later. Like, mm-hmm. two or three months later and I was in the market for a new hairstylist so I immediately reached out to you and you were like and I was like okay can you do my hair and then you started doing my hair and then we became friends and then we've just now been intertwined and yeah we're kind of stuck with I took other. over her entire life basically I slowly crept in <laughs> little and by little. took over everything little by little it's all me now yay I don't know what it looks like from your perspective but that's mine well now we're just stuck with each other because we decided to venture off into this business together. Yeah. And I was worried at first that I'd, like, strong-armed you into it. Like, sometimes I'm so gung-ho about stuff that I, like, don't notice that other people aren't as on board as me. So, Heather has... I, to me, it's a funny kind of, like, personality. Thanks. She's a Scorpio. Right. So she tends to be a little strong sometimes. Yeah. So I think how she words things, like, the other day, she's like, you know, you don't have to do this if you don't want to. And I'm like, whoa, that's, chill. That's not chill. me being strong. That's me making sure that you're okay. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've, I'm a recovered people pleaser. Yeah. So when, well, when I'm... I've, I'm a Libra. I've I done strictly am a people so pleaser. Much people pleasing in my life that now I'm ultra sensitive to making sure no one else is yeah. doing that for me because I can be so mm-hmm. I can be a bulldozer. Yeah, and I don't want to accidentally bulldoze. I think people. I kind of have to rein you in a little, and I'm like, no, 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 I like this. But I'm just always checking. If I don't checking. respond to I'm just you, always it's just because... Taking your temperature and yeah. being like, you good with this? Yeah. You good? Yeah. You good? You don't have to. You good? Like, that's that's how I always try yeah. to be. I'm not like, um, you don't fucking have to come if you don't fucking want to. Like, that's not my tone. It's always, just putting this out there, not mandatory. It's like good? a little chihuahua. We're good? It's like, are okay. you okay? Is it, is it okay? I'm just checking. Are you okay? Because I don't is want okay? you to do anything just because it's I'm important. I'm good. Okay. I'm chilling. Good. So far, I think we're doing okay. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think that was a cool little... I think how we met was really cool. It and is now really we're cool. just stuck with each other. Thank you. <laughs> I guess. I we're mean. in each other's lives. Yeah. And it's really cool because I had actually left that salon because they closed on us. Mm, yeah. That's which is true. a whole other story. They gave us two days to find a new They're place They're like, anyway, move. get out. Bye! Yeah. So... I then moved to a salon down the street. Mm-hmm. Another salon bought the salon I used to work at, completely fixed it up, which, by the way, you never knew that they were working on it, did you? Not really. Which I don't understand how. Like, they completely gutted it, and I you know. never really knew. Nope. So now I'm back at the salon that I met Heather at, and now I stare at her car through the window all the time. Yeah, like, so there's, there's a throwback to last episode where you said something about staring at my car through yes. the window. Now you understand why she can see my car. Because I... We work by each other again. 
Yeah. And I stare at it. Even though we don't see each other. No. <laughs> we do occasionally go to Rodrigo's. Yeah, which we should do that. I love Rodrigo's. Do you want to go tomorrow? No? I have to, I don't know what my schedule is. I have a ton of time on Wednesday, that's oh, okay, for sure. Okay, let's go on Wednesday. We're going but to, yeah. We're going to lunch on Wednesday. <laughs> None of you are invited. But yeah, I think it's really cool how we met. It is really cool. Are we still sticking with our... Are we, are we moving on to our outro? And how we, we don't have to. No, we, I'm just There's here. a lot to cut out in this episode, so we have more time than we think we do. Oh, okay. Well, no, do you want to? Do you... Like, you want to talk about your... Obsession? Obsession. Sure. Do you have one ready? No, you go first. What? I never go first. Um... Actually, I do have my obsession. Oh, okay. It's not so much an obsession as I'm just counting down the days, so I guess that is slightly an obsession. I am taking my boyfriend to Palm Springs, mm-hmm. and I cannot wait. I'm so excited. We're going with a couple... Couples? We're going with other couples. Mm-hmm. And I literally cannot wait. I'm counting down the hours, the minutes. I'm so excited. We're staying at a really cool hotel that's like a tiki theme. There's like a tiki bar inside. That's my obsession. That's cute. I cannot wait. I hope to come back looking like a piece of leather. <laughs> if I don't. Also, so since Heather did <laughs> mention that I dress pinup, every time I go to Palm Springs, and I'm saying this and I don't want it to sound wrong, but anytime a gay man in Palm Springs tells me that I look like I belong there, that is the highest compliment you could ever receive. Aww. And it happens every time. And if I don't get that compliment, then I feel like, what did I do wrong this time? Oh, no. So I always, like, when somebody tells me you look like you belong here, that's just, like, music to my ears. Do a lot of people dress pin up there? Or... No, but because it's very mid-century, a lot of the housing there still is. I feel like it's kind of like a cool little oh, throwback. okay. Yeah, like, if you ever, um, if you like pinup and mid-century modern kind of stuff, go on Instagram and follow, oh my god, what's her handle? Melodrama? I think she has the coolest house. It's, like, total mid-century modern beautiful. Like, I feel like that's how every house should look out there. Oh. So I feel like they like it. It's, like, a nice, like, throwback. Okay. Because back in the that's 50s, cool. that's where all the celebrities had their, like, getaway homes. Oh, really? Frank Sinatra, oh. Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, uh, Marilyn Monroe and Joe DiMaggio had, like, a cool little rendezvous awesome. house. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. I haven't been to Palm Springs since I was a kid, so. Oh, it's my favorite place on earth. Hmm. As you, as you couldn't tell, I'm really excited. Okay. Well, that's good. It's a good thing to be excited about. What's your obsession, Heather? Um, so, you know, I... I read that book, The Lady from the Black Lagoon by Mallory Uh Romero. Well, I'm at the end of it now. Are you sad? It's over? I am sad, but here's the thing. So, this is a book that's about a woman in Hollywood who was swept under the rug and got fucked over really badly, and history is trying to erase her. And it reminded me of another story in Hollywood about a woman who got screwed over really bad and had her career ruined. And I'm like, you know, this woman should have a book written about her in the same way. And now I want to do it. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. So my... Heather's 30th project. (laughs) 
My is now writing a book is, about who. I don't know. I don't know if I should say because I don't know if someone's going to try and steal it from me. Can you say it and can we have our editor bleep it out? Yeah. What is it's it? Oh. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. The only reason why I don't want you to do this is because I know how you are. You officially will never sleep until this book is done, no. completed, and published. I know. I know how you are. I don't are. sleep anyway. Whatever. I know more about her than probably, like, I'm in the 1%. But in all honesty, I feel like you should. And I feel like you could reach out to really awesome people I to can. have them do, like, little inserts. Exactly. All right, I'm on it. See, do it. I'm all aboard. It, I, it, it's I my calling, and it you. has to be me. I 100 percent support you. You're never gonna sleep again a day in your life, but go for it. Mm. Mm. What are you gonna do? I like that obsession. Thank you. I thought you were gonna be. No, I'm all for it. You could honestly have so many people. I know. Back you up. So, mentally, I feel like I'm already halfway there. So. It's just a matter of, like, fitting all Putting these pieces together. together. Mm-hmm. Do it. Because I've been researching for years, and for what? For this. Yeah. I always knew there was something. Well, here it is. Here it is. Well, I never thought I would have this podcast. Like, I've wanted to do this for years, and I never thought I would make this happen. So now I know I can make and this happen. And it's kind of funny, because I feel like it's falling together, actually, pretty nicely. Have you had a few meltdowns maybe uh, but honestly I feel like it's falling together really nicely and just a little side note thank you to everybody that has been so lovely and supported us thus far yeah um we appreciate it um thank you so much for listening to our podcast yes. like it means so much to us we can't even just, explain we're just two girls that are talking about true crime ghost shit and, and we're doing this we don't we're not famous people no um we're making would we like happen. to get money off of this, this is, yeah yeah but if that ever happens it's because we worked from the mm-hmm. ground up like we're just regular people so we do thoroughly appreciate every single person that has supported us thus far we really do thank you so much and if you don't yeah fuck you <laughs> yeah like if you don't like it like go fuck yourself like we don't care sorry <laughs> I'm not. You're dead to us. It's like the opposite of our usual sign-off. <laughs> Speaking of, <laughs> let's get to it. Okay. Are we doing our usual sign-off? Yeah. Have we figured out the format yet? No. Who's starting? Me? Do you remember it? Um. Yeah, so anyway... <laughs> Looks like we're done this week. Um, thank you guys for listening. It's super important to us, and we really appreciate it. Don't um, forget to ha- follow us at all of our socials. Yeah. Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. On Twitter, we are at hauntingspod. And then on both Instagram and Facebook, it's hauntings and homicide. That's correct. Just also, look for the purple sign with the ghost. You can email us at hauntingsandhomicide at gmail.com. Yes. If you're old school like that. Um you can message us on every platform. One of us will get back to you. Yeah, we're very, It's most yeah. likely Heather. We, She's, like, on the ball with that stuff. Yeah. I have the attention span of a squirrel, so <laughs> I'll see it, and then I'll be like, uh-huh, okay, I'll get back to it, and then no, I've watched Bravo for five hours I and forgot about it. I will respond to you immediately, probably. She will. She's better at it than I am. But if there's anything you want us to cover, please give us ideas. Yep. And DM us. Yep. Slide in those DMs. <laughs> 
Okay. Anyway. We're done, because I'm pretty sure delirium is setting in right now. Well, we'll see you next Thursday. But if you miss us in the meantime, remember, we're always with you in spirit. And we love you to death.